All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. Real quick one. Normally, I kind of like have a general idea of when I'm going to podcast. I tell myself, okay, it's Monday afternoon. I'm going to go ahead and record a podcast on this subject. But uh, this is kind of a spur of the moment one because a couple of you guys on Instagram and YouTube have asked me a question in regards to one of my posts um, about learning. Basically, I said, I don't remember the exact context of it, but the question was, or I, I basically said, over the last couple of years, I've rigged my mind to learn. And I don't know why that was so curious to so many people, but now that I've thought about it more deeply, I guess what started to catch people's attention was rigged my mind in order to become a better learner. In other words, like brain hack. How did I hack my brain in order to become a better learner? And Honestly, I would like to tell you guys all these fancy tricks, you know, about neurological science or like neurons or the plasticity of the mind, but I don't have any of that for you. What I have is kind of a rough outline of work, what's worked for me and things that I think may work for you. Um, I think that over the last couple of years, I've been actually, I would say two to four years, I've really tested myself when it comes to learning and what my mind is actually capable of because to be honest with you guys, as I was growing up, and this is what the public school system will do to you, it makes you feel really, really stupid. And it makes you feel like you're inept and that you're incapable of learning. For one of a couple of reasons that I felt that way was that I started school, it would have been early. So I was in, you know, I, I don't know what age you start school at. It's like, what is it, five or six? But the point is, while my peers were like, 17, 18, or let's say like 18, 19 years old when graduating high school, I like barely was 17. I was a year behind everybody. So there was that psychological aspect of my brain where I always felt like I was behind everyone else. I always felt like I was um, smaller than everyone else. I felt like I was learning at a slower rate. I just felt always behind in public school. And that was because I was a year younger. And for a kid, a year behind, even more than that, I was like a year and some change behind your peers that's a long time for a kid. And a lot of development happens for a kid within a year. So growing up, you know, I did really bad in school, not only because I was just wildly uninterested in what I was learning in school and, um, but because my confidence was shot and up until maybe five, six years ago, way into my adult life, did I realize that I actually wasn't as stupid as I thought. And it was rather my environmental conditioning from peers, from teachers and other exter external things that, um, you know, from growing up that negative affirmation that I realized I wasn't as stupid as I thought. And I wasn't as bad as le at learning as I thought, because like I said, everything was very diff difficult for me. But um, as I got older, I kind of broke that belief system. And I realized that not only am I not as stupid as I thought, but I'm actually intelligent when it comes to certain things, just like many of you guys are. I'm intelligent in certain things that I do. You're intelligent in certain things that you do, which leads me to the first aspect of learning that I had to break, which was the belief that you are incapable of learning. And I was telling Alex, the guy who asked this question first, I said that first you have to understand, and some may disagree with me, but that the brain, I think that the brain is the most powerful computer in the entire universe. It's computing power, it's memory, its capabilities, its origination, where it comes from, everything about the human mind is fascinating. And the fact that we have this supercomputer right in these skull caps that can access memories and feelings and contact divine powers or beings 
or whatever, however you want to view the mind and the brain. The point is, is that it is a gift and it's super. And in order to fully access its power, though you'll never access its power fully. I wish we could. That'd be amazing. It always runs with the movie Limitless where he accesses like, what is it? Like 10% more, 20% more of his brain by taking this little pill. And he's like a superhuman. He's like a God. Um, but the point is the first uh, step towards becoming a better learner is believing that you are capable of learning. And that's one thing is that I had to believe that I was capable of learning. And I think the first time that I realized that I was actually uh, good at learning and I, I was capable of learning new things, at least from an academic perspective, like learning how to play the sport. That was always relatively easy to me, learning how to do this, learning how to, but maybe the context of this episode should be within the realm of academics. Um, like for example, I'm in flight school now, so I'm learning something completely new. I was just in the drill sergeant Academy, one of the hardest, most rigorous schools I've ever been to in my entire life. Um, but the first step to being able to learn is to believe that you're capable of learning and to believe that you are an, an intelligent being and that you have the most powerful computer in your, in the universe, in your school. That was the first step that made me realize that, you know, I was a better learner. The second thing is that you have to, and I don't want to say have to, because you don't have to, and life isn't about just what you're interested in, but learning becomes much, much easier when you're learning things that you're interested in. Now, we don't all have that privilege. And sometimes throughout life, we'll be learning things that are very, very interesting to us and that it's very easy for us to learn because we're interested. The mind loves things that it's interested in. Like, for example, you know, like also what I was telling Alex is that I'm really interested in flight school. I'm really interested in aerodynamics. Surprisingly, I am interested in physics. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but it's interesting. And I'm interested in thrust and I'm interested in lift and weight. I'm interested in gravity and airfoils. It's all fascinating to me. And because I'm interested in it, it really doesn't feel, I don't want to say it doesn't feel like learning because it does feel like learning, but it doesn't feel rigorous. It doesn't feel like I'm forcing myself to sit down and study. So the next part of this is to focus, if you can, your attention on energy in things that you're interested in. We don't all have that privilege. And I hope that you as a person can put yourself on a path where you are learning about things that you're interested in more often than not. This can be a choice, but for most people, I would say that they aren't learning things that they're interested in because they're very lazy. And I would say that like, cause I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking in my head cause I'm pausing. I'm thinking, well, even when I was like, didn't have the resources for learning, like when I wasn't in college or I wasn't in an academy or schooling, I was still learning things that I was interested in like gardening or uh, weightlifting or jujitsu off of like YouTube and the internet and stuff like that. And you, you can learn about things that you're interested in so much easier in the negative aspect too, or rather the non-productive aspect. It's like how much, for, for those of you guys who have played video games here, um, how much time have you spent learning a new game? So it's like, you're learning something and it's super easy and you're really good at it. How many times have you learned in World of Warcraft how to be a better tank or a better DPS? How many times in Skyrim have you learned how to be a better mage or how to explore this different part of the map or in Apex learning about the shield or loot system or in RuneScape learning about, you know, mining or like the nuances of all these games. You're learning about it because you're interested in it, but you don't really think of it as learning. You just feel, you just think of it as experiencing. So learning, the second aspect of this is try to put yourself on a path to where you're learning more about what you're interested in. I would say the third thing, just kind of spitballing here is that 
uh, and this is another thing I told a couple of people, a couple of you guys are probably listening to this, is that, and this might not be mind blowing to some of you, but it might be helpful to a few. I know it's helpful for me. Is that learning and the processes and processes or whatever that take place within the human mind, it's like a muscle. Learning is like a muscle. And you can't expect just to walk into a gym without ever working out before or doing very little, little physical activity and being able to bench 400 pounds. It's going to take time, a lot of time. In fact, it's going to take years. And the same thing, uh, same thing happens with learning. Learning is a very slow process. It takes time to build up that learning muscle. I know that it's been a while since I've last been, a school, last been in school. It's been at least two years since I've actually sat down and like put my face into some real books. Um, but I've noticed even myself, an avid reader, that I'm sitting here and like reading again, like trying to read a physical academic book and retain the information is very, very difficult for me because I haven't exercised that muscle in a very long time. Like, obviously I'm interested in this and um, I enjoy learning about it, but I'm still going to the medium of like YouTube and stuff like that. Like if I, if I want to learn about like lift drag ratio, I'll go to YouTube and I'll watch a video on that. So learning is like a muscle and it takes time to grow that muscle. But if you maintain that momentum and you combine that with like, you know, being interested in it. And like I said, the belief it learning becomes easier and you retain information a lot better. And that just made me think of something else. I think my learning has dramatically increased. Like I said, we're keeping this, this in the context of uh, academics, right? When it comes to learning, uh, let's just use my day. Um, let's see, where's my journal. Okay. So I'm going to show you guys my journal right here for those of you guys who are uh, on video. And by the way, if you're on Spotify or iTunes listening to this, go to YouTube uh, and search Backbuilders podcast. All of my podcasts are on video now, right? Like 90% of them. And if you're on Patreon, you get an early release. Okay. So yeah. And if you're not active on YouTube, it would be really helpful if you guys went to YouTube and subscribe to that channel because I want to grow this channel a lot. Okay. So when we're studying and when we're learning and we're taking notes, and this is not mind blowing to a lot of you guys who have been in school for a long time, but I've actually stopped taking notes while listening to lectures or YouTube videos. And I really try to directly consume the content uh, real time because I noticed that when I'm taking notes, I'm not actually paying attention to the content. I'm just kind of like scribbling stuff down. And then I go back later in the day and I look at my notes, I'm like, these are shit. But what I actually have done is I still kind of take notes throughout my lectures, but what I do is I phrase it in questions. So if we are going through, like, like I said, I'll use my notebook today as an example. We're talking about, it's Aviation 110. It's like the basic, basic stuff, okay? We're learning about axes, airfoils, which are wings. Um, we're learning about recovering from stalls. So instead of, instead of when we're talking about a stall, and I'm like quickly, frantically trying to write down a stall. Like a stall is when this happens and when that happens, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a shitty note. What I actually do is I rephrase it to a question because if you can rephrase your learning from the perspective of a question and you can get to the answer yourself, whichever way that is, I've noticed that the learning, at least for me, all of our minds are different, is easier. So when we are doing a lecture on uh, stalls and the lecture is five, 10 minutes long, what I'll do is I'll interact deeply with the discussion, I'll pay attention, I'll ask a few questions real time, but I'll also write down a uh, question on my notebook and I'll ask what is a stall if I feel like I need to go and elaborate on it further. So here's some of my question. What is Venturis's law? Um, how to recover from a stall? What is ground effect? Landing? What is rotation speed? What is RPM green? Airspeed? How is it alive? 
Um, what is, uh, what does aircraft or sorry, when does aircraft create the most wake turbulence? So I learn from the perspective of questions. I originate, I get to my answers. It's kind of hard to explain, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm miss. I'm not phrasing this correctly, but it's kind of like the Socratic method when you're having a debate with somebody and you know the answer, but you want them to find the conclusions themselves by asking the right questions. That's how I learned is I ask myself the right questions. So like I said, not a particularly mind-blowing episode, but I think I don't want to, um, I don't want to you guys to think that learning is a hack or that it's a rig or that it it's it's not... I just don't want you guys to feel like it's, I hate the word biohacking. I hate, I hate hacking the body and mind and I understand it. And I know it's kind of like arbitrary and slang, but I, I just don't want to call it like rigging or hacking. So I guess these are just methods in which that I've kind of partook, partook in with the last couple of years um, that have helped me. The last thing I'll say is that it's obvious, right? Study habits, study routines, they matter. Don't study in your bed because the bed should be for sleep and sex only. That's it. If you're doing work in your bed, the problem is, is that you're pro you're programming your brain to think that the bed is also for work. So all those hormones that are produced within your brain while you're studying, mostly stress hormones or like focus hormones, alertness hormones that are produced within the brain, you couple that with being in bed, your brain is going to think, oh, every time I get into bed, I need to produce these hormones. The point is it screws up your sleep. Also, the point being is that you need to develop study habits. I highly suggest that if you can uh, create a sacred space or a room within your house that you are able to study in, that every time you go into that room, you know that you need to access that creative, that functional, that analytical, whatever it is that you're doing part of your brain in order to enact in whatever study you're doing or writing or being creative. Um, I have a room now in this new house where I've made it all nice. I've decorated it kind of like the way I want it, wanted to. Um, but I have like my miniatures, my books, my statues, my good lighting, salt lamp. I'll get like an oil diffuser in here. It's clean in here. And I don't come in here unless it's for business, unless it's for work, because I want to create a sacred space within my house or my room. We don't all have that ability to have a room in our house. Like this was the first time I had a room all to myself for work in years. My last one was like this shitty spare bedroom that was like garbage in my last house. But you kind of want to ritualize your learning. You kind of want to make it habitual, maybe study at the same times every day. And I think one of the biggest things that have, has really helped me, and it depends on what you're learning, is visualization. And I know that right before I go into a flight, the night before, I'll kind of sit there and I'll lay in bed and I'll go through the steps that I need. Okay, pre-check, master switch, um, this is where the throttle is. I'm doing that. I'm brand new to aircraft. So it's like, I, I would love to tell you all the things that I'm doing in my head, but I'm doing my best. I don't want to get to the point where I'm developing bad habits. I'm doing it wrong, but I want to make myself comfortable. Visualization using your imagination is an extremely powerful tool when it comes to learning. And if you can get yourself to the point to where before bed every single night, you are reviewing your notes, visualizing the test tomorrow, uh, visualizing the check ride or that module pitch that you got to do or that performance that you got to do, piano recital, whatever it is. If you could sit there and you could practice right before go, right before you go to bed, go to bed, you'll notice that you kind of dream on it in your sleep. Maybe you're may, you may not catch yourself uh, rehearsing or practicing an execution in your sleep. I noticed that when I was in the Drill Sergeant Academy and we had to pitch modules, which I don't, 
if you guys have the time, go to just YouTube search drill sergeant uh, module pitch or something like that. It's basically a one page essay that you have to pitch and you think that you are incapable of learning this essay. But over time, you realize, holy shit, like I could memorize all this stuff and it's absolutely insane. Then my point being is that you'll go to bed and you'll wake up in the middle of the night going like this. And then like, oh no, the next position was on the next day, whatever. And you'll wake up and you're freaking pitching the module in your sleep. So try studying before you go to bed. Don't burn yourself out. I would say 20 to 30 minutes before bed. Do a little bit of light studying. Hopefully you studied maybe prior to, or you've done notes prior to. And uh, you'll notice that when you wake up, you remember more than you originally thought. So I remember going to bed and only being able to pitch three, not even that, like 50% of the module. I knew the whole thing, but I couldn't get it all out because I would keep getting stuck. I'd forget it. I'd get really frustrated. I'd go to bed. I wake up. First thing I do is pitch that module. I could pitch the entire thing, no problem. Because in my sleep, I was practicing that module where I was visualizing, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, but try doing that before you go to bed. But I don't know. There's a lot of other aspects that come into learning, like being healthy, getting plenty of sleep, drinking lots of water, taking care of your body and taking care of your mind. Because if you're an unhealthy fat slob, it's going to be a lot harder for you to learn because you're unhealthy. It's harder for your brain to stay focused and retain information. So it's like when people ask me, how did you rig your brain to become better at learning? Well, all right, let's summarize. I did it more. I learned a lot more. Um, I study before I go to sleep. I use visualization methods. I believe that I'm capable of learning and I believe that I'm an intelligent being. Um, I take care of my body. I take care of my mind and that's it. I'm not a great learner, guys. I'm not a great student. In fact, I'm a horrible student. I find learning new things, especially that I'm not interested in. I have to spend, mo when your average person will spend two hours on it, I'll have to spend four hours, five hours, six hours. Other people in the Drill Sergeant Academy were spending 30 to 45 minutes on each module, whereas I was spending six to eight hours walking around the track field pitching a module, but that's what it takes sometimes for different types of learners. It's like academically, I'm not the best student, my learning's a little bit slower, but my learning takes place nonetheless because I have these methods in place. You know, I believe, I have a, I take care of my body, I take care of my mind, I get sleep, all this stuff like that. So I don't know. I hope that guy, I hope that kind of helped you. I, I hope that kind of clarified some of your questions when it comes to my learning methods. But as you get older, learning becomes easier. And if you combine that with genuine interest and desire, meaning like you actually want to learn this stuff, then it's great. Also, another thing, last thing I'll leave you guys with, hopefully you're learning whatever it is that you're learning because you understand that there's a benefit to it, an end goal. If you're learning something, and you're in school or you have to learn how to repair the car on YouTube or you have to learn how to pitch modules or you have to study for a test, keep in mind that end goal that you have. Why are you doing this? The human brain needs a why. Why am I studying for this test that I absolutely hate? Why am I in physics? Why am I, why am I in calculus? Why am I on my third year of school in like 30 grand of debt already. Why, why, why? You have to keep that end goal in mind because if you lose sight of that end goal, that's not to say that goal is going to change, but have a goal, have an end point. And then once you hit that point, move on to the next one, move on to the next one, move on to the next one. The human mind needs goals. It needs orientation. It needs a place to go. Okay. Hope that guys, I hope that helped you for this episode. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. If you guys aren't already, it's literally a dollar a month. YouTube, Backbuilders, Spotify, iTunes, check it all out. Leave me a review. Okay. All right. Have a good one. I'll see you for the next one.